episode of Hatcher Cocky is brought to you by Barker Builds. Jeff Barker is an absolute beauty and his work is incredible. Jeff specializes in commercial and residential custom built trailers, gates, stairs, railings, pergolas, and more. Whether you want it done in wood, steel, ornamental wrought iron, or even aluminum. Jeff has 15 years experience and you can be assured that Barker builds it better. Check him out at www.barkerbuilds.ca. You can also find him on Instagram and Facebook. And what is going on, everybody? It is episode number 53 of Hat Trick Hockey, which is always brought to you by our good friends over at GL Heritage, the official beer of Hat Trick Hockey. If you like my like shirt there, you just go on any any of our posts. There's a link there. Just click it. It'll bring you right to a store. That's done by our good friends over at Laser Art, and you can get all your HTH merch. Rob, this being episode number 53, this is the Bo Horvat edition of Hat Trick Hockey. He's played in the league for eight years. He's played just over 500 games, 139 goals, 175 assists, 314 points, two-time OHL champ with the London Knights, and he's actually still currently in the league playing with the Canucks. Rob? What's up, bro? Well, you know, I got I got to apologize to you. Um, you had it right with uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins and getting the back to back before the Detroit <laughs> Red Wings. Now, listen, I don't follow hockey as much as people think. I know. I don't know <laughs> as much as people think I know. <laughs> but Google fucked us that day, though. Google did fuck us. The Google. <laughs> It, it lied. It lied. It lied to us. So I apologize to everybody out there and all the boys over there at uh, the Meg, the Meg uh, group. They all gave me the gears about it. But you know what they did laugh at is that I convinced you that it was the Red Wings. I know. See, you have me sucking second guessing myself. <laughs> I should have just went with my gut. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> don't I'm listen like, to me. I, I knew. I knew it was crossing. I barely even like, watch hockey. Yeah. Barely even watch it. Bastard. See, I'm just going to start going with my gut now, Rob. And actually, before we hop into our weekends there, so that sweet like music you heard there was by our our friends, Ignore the Evidence, and they're actually doing a driveway show coming up. They're going to announce some dates and where it's going to be and stuff. So look for that. We'll share it on our webpage. Total buttes. Are we going? We probably can, yeah. If the date works out good where we don't have anything going on and stuff, yeah, we could probably go. We have a date? Uh, not yet. That's what, what what we're waiting on. They just said that they're going to do it. So they're going to okay. announce everything soon. So we'll throw awesome. it up on the page there. So big shout out to the boys over there at it with Ignore the Evidence. Um, so Rob, what did you do this weekend? Well, I had some beers on Friday with... Uh, Jordan, uh, Joe Bodell, uh, like jo Jordan uh, Broman, yeah. uh, Joe Bodell, Matt Pompo, BJ, Pumps. Uh, Kyle Flood, Kyle Miller, and uh, wow, did it get heated over the show? What? <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, the, the boys got hot because. Uh, I said I was bringing on, um, well, maybe I shouldn't say that, but 
you know, so, we'll just say somebody said something about um, why you got to bring another referee on. And the referee stepped up and said, why wouldn't you want a referee on? Yeah. So she got a little hot and uh, as it all fizzled out or whatever, fucking pump boy, he's such a shit disturber. He's like, you know, you should get on that referee. <laughs> oh, fuck. Here, here we go again. <laughs> oh, it was awesome. Shit. It was so much fun. That's they're funny. just a great, they're, they're a bunch of buttes, you know, I got to go over but, there with you. Bubble did, bubble did. Yeah, buddy me. And you know what? <laughs> Fuck you, Pumple. <laughs> I got to hop over there with you one of these I mean, that in the some... nicest way. No offense. I don't know how else to, you get to take it. But we're not friends anymore because I told him if he stiffed me on it, he, we're not friends. So <laughs> whatever. That's funny. So what else? Did you watch we're the fights also... on Saturday? Oh, yeah. Watch the fights. Went to Bernand's. Uh, happy birthday, Stephanie uh, Bernand. Um, yeah. Happy birthday, Steph. We we went to I I went to the, their house and uh, the the we had the fights on it was a great time like just a whole bunch of people just having fun did like you, uh, within within the within the uh, limits of how of many course. people you could have. did you uh, did you see that fucking first fight I the guy got literally hit in the head by over two hundred strikes. Like and the guy was just teeing off. Was that the dreadlocks head. guy and the yeah yeah green hair guy? Yeah, man. Them like, jobs, them jobs that he was throwing were he was fucking like, insane. He was like snapping his head back. I was like, oh landed God. everyone. Every oh. job he threw out there landed. Steph was like, oh my God! I'm like, this guy's getting destroyed right now smashed yeah. like just i was just but, oh. but he he was a gamer like oh. you he know, kept coming like, forward nothing set him back nothing he nothing he got kicked nothing. in the side he of the head not he, deterred he, by what was happening yeah. to him dude he got fucking kicked in the side of the head he's still walking forward i'm like does this guy ever go down no like oh they're, they're hammers and nails right yeah so and then it goes over it goes into the main event Conor McGregor, obviously the big thing of it is fucking breaks his leg, which is, I hate seeing legs broke. Hate seeing legs broke. But was he not getting his ass beat? He was, but still though, there was the end of the round. Like they were, I wanted to see them back on their feet. For sure. You know what I mean? Cause I wanted to see them or foot. toe to toe. Yeah. Like, dude, he held his on their leg feet up. Or foot. He, dude, he held his leg up at the end of the first round and his foot was just like hanging there. But so Nate, you said Nate Grant gave a good thing of what did he say? Like he was standing on the bone and the foot was like off to the side or something. The side. Was, yeah. yeah, it was like right out to the side. Like, so he was standing like that dude on his. <laughs> I seen the funniest fucking meme. So it was that photo when he was doing that, but they put on like a fucking dress on him or whatever. And he was like almost falling with his leg like that. And it just said just a just a drunk broad on a fucking Saturday night or something. I was fucking laughing. It was a good meme. It was a good one, but yeah, but yeah, Too soon? Nasty. yeah, <laughs> nasty injury. So whatever, man, he sells a lot of pay-per-views and I'm he sure does. He, I'm sure the he, freaking he, UFC, he's like, he's like the wrestler, right? He's like, mm -hmm. 
he's like a wrestler when it comes to that stuff and you want to sell pay-per-views and he he does his job yeah. like he really does yeah what did you do, do? do i want to see him get his ass kicked every time every fucking time <laughs> everybody does do. what I did do. you uh what did you do sunday just hung out oh i did so many shots at steph's party uh i think i might have got home around two three four Quick uh, yeah crawl so, across the street uh, spent it in the in bed oh and then um misty uh we had to go visit somebody and and uh pay some stuff off and then uh we went back to misty's and i cut jack's hair and when I was cutting Jack's hair, like I could have made him totally Jewish. <laughs> like I had, I cut his hair and I had these big ringlets. Oh um, shit. Like, cause you know how curly his hair is, right? Yeah. Like girls yeah. would kill to have Jack's yeah. hair. Jack's got flow. So, and I was fucking laughing so hard. And yeah. he's like, let me see. So Misty would just, flip the camera around like not no you're not taking pictures yeah so flip the camera around and have have this big ringlet like like he could be totally jewish if he had a hamaka what is that nate what is i'm not of, sure uh, and i'm not sure and i'm not fucking guessing <laughs> yamaka a yamaka okay there you go Check out the big brain on Bob. I was probably wrong anyways, and you yeah. believe me. Oh, whatever. Again. I don't know, man. So it could be, you could say anything. I think it's I a yarmulke. Just... I think it's oh, a yarmulke. The, the, the Jewish uh, ball cap. Ball cap. Um, so that was your Sunday? That was my Sunday. And what, what was your weekend like? Uh, well, Saturday, we just kind of like, well, we ended up, we went to Drew's house. It was my like nephew's birthday hunter. So the kids went like swimming and had cake, ice cream, all that stuff. So that was all a good time. Everybody was running around. Um, Sunday, I was went out to my mom and dad's and ran into some family members and stuff out there. So it was my uh, cousin, Sam, her husband, uh, Tyson, sorry, my aunt, uh, Carol, Skipper, like just a few of them. So I ran into them. They didn't even know about the show. I'm like, how do you guys not know about the show? You guys see me post stuff. At, you guys see me post stuff every week. They're Where's like, Mom yeah, but we didn't, they're like, but we didn't know. So now they're following all our stuff. They're going to start listening. And so it was funny though, but that was the first time that I had seen all those guys in a while because all this COVID shit. Right. So we now, so like, few of us met up and stuff so it was good but yeah they didn't even know about the show that that was your nascar uh party yeah yeah we had a little bit of a nascar shindig there so it was good though but other than that sip a couple what, what do you know about nascar they always turn left <laughs> they fucking give her they yeah, give oh, her yeah. flying those guys so pin it on that note, let's get into a little bit of hockey talk here. So, obviously, the Lightning, back-to-back -back Stanley Cup champions. We kind of figured. Habs went down fighting, though, even though it was 4-1. to one. Um, So, Vasilevsky got the con Smythe, which we all kind of knew was coming. 
Patrick Maroon has now three straight Stanley Cups with two different teams and only what they say. I think three other guys have done that. Listen to these names. Ed Litzenberger. <laughs> Sounds like a guy that'd fight like this, doesn't it? So Can I guess the next two. Let me guess the next two. Okay, hold on. But he played with Chicago and Toronto. And if you want to guess I, the next two. I do want to guess the next two. Okay, go. Mike, Mike Bossy. Dif- no. Different and, teams. And Dennis Potvin. No. I'm- okay. See, this is what I know about hockey. I don't know shit. <laughs> those guys, yes, they did win back to back to back. I believe those guys all won it with the same team, though. Right? This okay. is at least two teams. So then there's a guy called Ab McDonald. He did it with the Blackhawks and the Maroons. So that's Montreal, I believe, back in the day. Montreal Maroons. And then Eddie. Gerard did it with the Senators and Toronto St. Pat's. And then there's now Patty Maroon, who did it with the Blues and the Lightning. So he was the fourth guy in NHL like history to do that. He's a beauty. He's a beauty. Not bad for like 875K, eh? <laughs> Not a big deal. Doesn't make sense. It mm-hmm. doesn't make sense. Okay. So we're gonna talk. We'll talk about uh, Tampa Bay for a little bit. Sure. What do you think about Kucherov coming out and with no shirt <laughs> and fucking saying Montreal fans oh. they win that one game and well they, he's they, built- they, they won the Stanley Cup. Yeah. Okay. Now where where's Kucherov from? Well, I would assume Russia. Okay. So. Any World Juniors, any Olympics, any uh, uh, Spengler Cup, you know, whatever. They score one fucking goal. You you think they, they won the Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. But you're going to give it to Montreal fans because they didn't get uh, beat four straight. Yeah. And he so, got signed by Bud Light. And you know what I say to to Kucherov, you know what I mean? Like, fuck you. Yeah. Like give give fans their thing. He didn't he didn't say anything about the team much at all. It was the fans. Yeah. Oh, I know. So and that's, why, like, <laughs> that, that, that's fucking terrible. I, I, I really thought it was terrible. And he, like they celebrated. They celebrated. Yeah. Like it, it's Montreal, you know, yeah. like and he's built like a bag uh, of milk. <laughs> okay, so did you know this stat about uh, Montreal? Um, so Montreal's only lost one time for the Stanley Cup on home ice. Really? Did you know that? No. Nope. One time. It's that guy. Do you know who? Do you, do you know who? Do you know who? Uh, and I, I don't even have my phone on. I don't got nothing. I mental, mental. Oh God, here we mental. go. Um. It was uh, Calgary and oh, yeah. Mike Vernon. Yeah. Yeah. I could be lying to you and you believe I'm, it anyway. Huh? <laughs> I'm not going to believe anything you say. I'm telling you, this is a true stat. This is a true stat. <laughs> Look true it up. Stat. If not, feel free yeah. to torture off. And if, <laughs> if you don't like what I say, chirp me. Yeah. He chirp loves me. it. He loves it. Hey. I do. I do. 
Here's the because one like that, I say all the time, like I, I don't know hockey. <laughs> Here's one that is true. There was a trade today in the NHL. Duncan Keith traded to the Edmonton Oilers for Caleb Jones and a third round pick. Uh, who was it for? Like I heard the third round pick. I didn't hear the name. Caleb Jones. Caleb Jones. For Duncan Keith. Never heard yeah. of him. Yeah, so never heard of them. So, if the Lightning are looking to build up, or the Lightning, the Oilers are looking to build a little bit on the back end. They just got a nice piece. However, I think I think he's got another year or two left on his deal. But I think by the end of his deal, he's like thirty-seven or thirty-eight years old. So, but he's still playing good. He's still like one of the top. Bro, I think he's thirty-seven right now. Is he? Okay, so yeah, he might only have one year left then. Right. That's pretty I think crazy. I think he's 37 right now, but mm-hmm. I don't know shit. So fuck whatever. <laughs> Before we flop over to our interview, I want to do a little thing with you. So free agency is kind of heating up now. Of course, we're going to do the expansion draft first before free agency hits but still foot free agency is heating up you're saying that this could be one of the most active years ever in the nhl there is some big names that are like ufas and um one of them so i'm gonna kind of throw out a name and we're just gonna kind of say whether he resigns or he moves on if you think if you think that he's gonna go somewhere or a team, just drop a team too. But if you don't, not sure, just say whether you think he's gonna resign or or move and on. And I don't follow hockey, so no, I know. But there's they're big names. Like you'll know, you'll know, okay. guys. Yep. Shoot. First one, obviously, the biggest name, Ovechkin. Ovechkin is a UFA. He's staying. So, I think he's staying too. I don't think he's going to go anywhere else. That's I think that one's kind of easy. Um, he said Ryan guts laugh. I think he's going back. You think he's going to stay in Anaheim? Yeah. Well, didn't he? Oh no. I'm thinking of Jeff Carter. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, oh, fuck. I don't know. Like why doesn't Toronto take a piece out of him? Like, so so, do you think he's going to stay in Anaheim, or do you think he's going to? Yeah, he'll stay in Anaheim. That that he's it, it, didn't he start his career and he's played there. I think, I think he's played his whole career there. Right. So, I could see uh, yeah. him. Days. Days. Uh, I could see him going to a team like Vegas and signing cheap just to make a run out of cup later and later in his career. I could see that happening, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll, we're just throwing it out there. What about Hall? Fuck Taylor Hall. Do you think he's going to stay in Boston or do you think he's going to move on to yet another team? Toronto has enough egos, so he ain't going to <laughs> No, but where do you think he would – do you think he'll stay in Boston? Do you think – I'm not sure. Has he signed there or not or anything? I don't think no, he, his name was no, – his name is going to say. Remember what he said. He said it was on the lines of, uh, yeah, I th- – think i could stay here for a bit mm-hmm. like a bit <laughs> i could see them signing him to like a few year deal two year deal or something yeah i think he stays in boston too now with him staying in boston what about crazy stays I think, I think pay cuts boys like fuck i don't 
I don't think it's that. I just think that they just don't have literally enough cap space. No, but you, you, you can restructure your contract. Austin Matthews can restructure his contract. Mitch Marner can restructure. Fuck. You see this? You see this? <laughs> you know what this means? A country in distress. Well, this is a team in distress. That's why my Maple Leafs are upside down right now. Because <laughs> they're in distress. Like, in, in all honesty, I would... I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Get rid of uh, Nylander. Yeah, was he great in the playoffs this year? And you know what? Like I said before, I put it on the Toronto Maple Leafs uh, talk page, whatever. Yeah. And I said, would you have? Would you rather have one Zach Hyman for four million, or would you ha- rather have uh, a Nylander for six? Mm-hmm. They said, well. Nylander or Hyman Nylander is a 30 goal scorer. No, he's not. Has he done it? Has he scored 30 goals yet? I don't know. You're the least guy. So speaking of then, if we're on Zach Hyman, then Zach Hyman is on the list of free agents. Does he stay or go? I have to keep him. I want to keep him. Well, you're going to hate this. I'll get rid um, of Freddie Anderson to give him. Let me ask you this, Ant. What do you think he should make? You've watched him enough. Hyman? Yep. I'd say he's a. F- the, what's he making now? Like, is he around? I'd say he's probably around a four, $4 million guy, three, $4 million 100%. guy. Four, four, four and a half. I'd give yeah. him four, four and a half. I, I wouldn't go as high as five. But... Nylander's, Nylander's making six, six, five, mm-hmm. I want to say. Well, here's the thing Zach Hyman's been, right. Iserman's been after him. Iserman's going to fucking grab him for He's been sure. after him hard. So there's a chance that you might he's see him. Dino Cicerelli. He's the fucking, he, mm-hmm. he's all of them. I'll be honest with you. I think he goes. I think he'll be in the Red Wing lineup next year. We'll see. I think he'll go too, but he is a Toronto boy, Toronto born and raised, and he's the hardest working guy on that fucking team. Mm-hmm. And I think Toronto, if we'll see, Brendan Shanahan's going to do what he needs to do, and Kyle Dubas is going to do what he needs to do. They're going to move players to keep him. And whether it's out. moving Nylander, but if they move Nylander, they're going to have to pay some kind of money for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're going to have to pay right? some sort of like something to somebody else because who's picking up his contract? Mm-hmm. Because he only he only shows up half the time. Honestly, <laughs> in, in in what what did they play this year? How many games did they play this year? Oh fuck, like fifty eight or something. Fifty. 50-ish, we'll say. Um, It's a switch. Turn it on, turn it off. Turn Mm -hmm. it on, turn it off. Like, he can go out and take four shifts, and one's a good one. Mm -hmm. Hyman goes out every single shift. He's a fucking Joe McLeod of the (laughs) SX-73s, I'm telling you. Fucking Hammer and nails. Hammer and nails. Um, Freddie Anderson is on that list, too. He's gone. He's, I think, he's gone. I think he's home. gone too. I think he's gone too. Yep. Another yep. one. Well, you got Riddick. You got you. You got Campbell still. Mm-hmm. 
But those two guys are not going to get you to the playoffs. No. Like, they're, they're not. But in, if everybody else would have done their job in the whole fucking spectra of all of it, mm-hmm. Toronto would have won the Stanley Cup. Because the only guy that actually did his job was Jack Campbell. What what about like uh, what about Hamilton? Dougie, Dougie Hamilton, he's another one that's I believe has been linked to the Red Wings too. He, he well, that'd be awesome for the but, Red Wings if they get. But there's him like there's like four or five teams that are in on him though. Yeah, but don't don't they? Why wouldn't you go play for Stevie? Why I know, especially You're when you know if you don't. Especially you know what he's got coming through the pipelines. Like, and I you know, wouldn't be surprised if he ends up being the captain of it. Well, right now they got like Larkin wearing the C right now, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, just a few more here, and then we'll go to our interview. Gabriel Landeskog, captain of the Avalanche. I could see him moving on and Nathan McKinnon becoming captain. I, I I don't get to see enough of them play, so I can see uh, him in St. Louis. If I had to choose a team, I could see him in St. Louis because now they don't have uh, Tarasenko. Now has said that he's done in St. Louis, so that's what I mean. So there might be some room there, right? Yeah, we'll see. It's all just speculation. We'll see, right? Last one. Hendrick Zetterberg. I'm just joking. But he is technically now an unrestricted free agent, so he's now off the books. He's now off the books now for the Red Wings. <laughs> so that's like another $4.5 million back to the cap. Nice. See? Stevie fucking working his magic, buddy. Working his magic. Yep. So, but now, so, so he would have to come in and just sign wherever. Now he could sign with anybody he wants if a team wanted him to right. play and he was healthy enough to play. Yeah. But mm. we'll see. So we'll flop over to our interview, I think. Got an absolute. I have interview. one question for you, though. Sure. What do they do with Morgan Riley? Because isn't I, he a free agent? He is. I would, I would sign him if I could. If not, I would, uh, if he, if, if big if if he has like a year or so left on his deal still if you know that he's going to be leaving i would trade him while you can get something for him or does he stay or does he re-up i don't know maybe if they can free up some space for him or whatever because i don't think the cap's going up next year i think it stays the same well the covid fucked everything right yeah Yeah, definitely did but the cap stayed the same so we'll see we will see. So in the meantime, slide over to our interview here. Absolute beauty on here with us. Former 73, uh, played a bunch of hockey over in the States. He's also the son of four-time Stanley Cup champion, Darren McCarty. We got Griffin McCarty on with us. He has sick flow, absolute beauty, and uh, I was super pumped to talk to him. So, Rob, what do you think? Should we uh, throw it over to him? All right, let's do it. Everybody, Griffin McCarty. Roll it. Don't Ladies and gentlemen, this next cat on here with us, he actually 
Rob won a ship right here in Essex with our boys here in town with the 73s before he actually went on to. He played some college at UCLA where he's now the head coach. Griffin McCarty. What's up, buddy? How's it going? What's up, guys? Thanks for having me on. This Man, is awesome. I that, dude, I seen your freaking photo on there. I'm like, look at this guy. Like the, the hair, the curly hair. I'm like, look at this guy. Oh, yeah. But I got man, the beard of too now, eh? Man, congrats. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's it's pretty cool, to say the least. Pretty cool. I'm just glad you don't have a, a mohawk like your dad. <laughs> <laughs> or the old wow. chin strap, whatever that was that he had in Calgary flying around the way. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, a, yeah hey, Darren, that, eh? anytime you're over 40, you're not allowed to grow a, mo or a, a <laughs> mohawk. Yeah. Hit and Rob are always chirping at each other. Yeah. <laughs> good but, give it to uh, him. he's he's done some great stuff for us and we really uh, appreciate awesome. him and we really appreciate you appreciate you coming on but yeah. uh you know like where, where did you uh grow up playing hockey so i grew up in detroit i was there pretty much when i was born until i was 17 so grew up playing around there played for uh caesars played for my local team birmingham rangers uh couple other teams did two years of high school at u of d jesuit and then i moved mm. out well, then I played AAA for one year, and then I went to uh, move to Canada to play junior. Yeah, that's crazy, though, man. Fantastic. Hey, how many how many times were you just out there ripping up Joe Lewis Arena as a kid? Every single opportunity I got. I was, I was just gonna say, <laughs> <laughs> who would that? Right? You, yeah. you must have got to go through the locker room and and see all them guys and oh yeah, like, like how 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 cool was that? I think it's a lot. I mean, obviously when it was going on, it was pretty awesome, you know, but it was just, it felt so normal just walking mm -hmm. around, you know, you're in the locker room, guys are skating, you know, practice. I'm sitting on the bench, you know, you're watching guys like Nick Lindstrom, Stevie Y, Sergey, you know, Pavel, Hank, those guys. And it was, it was truly crazy, but I feel like now old, the, now that I'm older and a little bit away from it and just kind of seeing where everything's gone, it's mm -hmm. way more special now than it definitely was then. But I still, with saying that, I definitely did not take it for granted. You know, I always got the, every opportunity I got to go down to the rink with my dad was always special. And it was my favorite thing to do ever. Mm -hmm. um, I would always skate on the rink before they'd practice. And it would be this ginormous 20,000 seat stadium, completely empty. I'm the only one skating around, you know. <laughs> you're a little kid so you're envisioning you know it's the stanley cup finals and you're buzzing around stuff you do in your driveway i was just lucky enough to do it at the joe lewis arena yeah and, and, and making that countdown as you're getting ready to shoot three oh, two <laughs> one slap shot crossbar bar down yeah my favorite one that was uh when coming out of the uh, coming onto the ice out of the locker room just you know a couple quick strides couple run and jump on the ice and whip around <laughs> That's so freaking cool. Like, so you got to do the, uh, the rookie skate all the time by yourself, right? Yeah, exactly. Every, single, every day I was there, it was always the rookie skate. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's great. So great. we'll flop back over to you here, man. So how did you end up over here playing? Like you are obviously over there, but how did you end up over here? Yeah. So I, the, I mean, it all kind of started. So I went to, I was invited to Belleville Bulls rookie camp. Uh, would have been 2013 so I did that then got the opportunity they said you know if you don't play for us you'll play in Wellington and then or Picton so mm -hmm. I you know I decided to make the move uh, when I did that my family my mom sisters and uh, they all moved out to LA 
So it was kind of the, we were leaving Detroit. So I went to Canada. Luckily, my, I mean, my dad played in Belleville. My mom's from Belleville. So mm-hmm. I lived with my grandma, which was a kind of seamless transition, which was pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I just, you know, I invited the Bulls camp. And the next thing you noticed, it was I moved to Belleville in the summer, started training and skating. And then, um, yeah, that's kind of how it all started. It was awesome. I mean, grew up, obviously, diehard Red Wings fan, but the Bubble Bulls were pretty close to my heart yeah. growing up. It was always something I, you know, a team I loved. I would always go to games when I got the chance when we were going to visit family. So it was definitely a very cool opportunity. And when it was kind of presented to myself, um, it was an easy, mm-hmm. easy answer. Even though I never played for the Bulls, uh, it was still just an amazing experience to be up there and, you know, playing Wellington and playing Picton and just kind of, you know, be close to family, but also just, you know, enjoy, really enjoy my junior hockey days. Mm-hmm. And I- now, now if, if, if you don't mind me asking, like, how was the, that decision made like that you wanted to play junior or college? Yeah, honestly, I mean, like I said, I grew up a huge Bubble Bulls fan. Obviously I wanted to follow my dad's steps. So playing you know going to play the OHL was what I always wanted to do I feel like college was getting bigger and my best friend actually played college hockey he played at BU and U of M so mm-hmm. he was always kind of wanted to do that path I always wanted to do you know the OHL just because I knew so much about it and I followed it so closely and with the Bulls so kind of when the opportunity presented itself to go to Bulls rookie camp it was a pretty easy decision honestly mm-hmm. it was something that I've always wanted to do and wanted to get the opportunity and then when I got the invite it was kind of like all right let's go let's start this mm-hmm. also too you cross eh? you come home you come back home and it's grandma's cooking exactly like yeah. what is better than grandma's cooking so that she's gonna great- have the best cereal she's gonna have the <laughs> best food you know it's like the count chocula and the, the oh, yeah. puffs and oh yeah it was great oh man so awesome <laughs> so awesome because yeah, uh, my, my, gram, my gram used to board spitfires right so yeah. every time you know we'd always go over to grandma's uh like sometime during the weekend and it was always like grandma can we have something to eat mom didn't feed us before we came over meanwhile we had waffles and eggs and bacon and whatever <laughs> but they, she had the best cereal best yeah. cereal. <laughs> best cereal. <laughs> um one of the other things too griff that i was i was actually wondering is how did you end up here in essex that's kind of a crazy story too. So that would have been, so I did my first year junior, I did half Picton, half Wellington. My second year, I was in Wellington. Third year was, I started the season in Wellington and it was actually the day of the trade deadline. And it kind of came to the, you know, I was, I've been having talks with my mom and just kind of stuff where it was like, you know, maybe it's time to move on per se you know there's opportunities you know I was getting the chance you know I was talking to some schools out here to come you know play club hockey and move close to the family like I enjoyed my time in Canada it was great but at the same time when you know your mom and sisters and everyone's living in Los Angeles and you're a four or five hour flight away it was kind of one of those where it seemed like eventually I was going to make my way out there if I didn't you know eventually go to a school on the east coach for hockey but um, so season was going along, it was the day of the trade deadline, and Wellington acquired a couple of forwards, and I just kind of got to the point where I, I kind of was just like, you know what, this is probably going to be my last year of junior. Um, I'm probably going to end up going to school next year in Los Angeles. So I was 
I was talking to my uncle who at the time was the GM of the Leamington Flyers. Okay. And we were just like talking, just having a conversation, you know, whatever. If you don't mind me interrupting you, who, who was that? Kevin Hopper. Oh, okay. Yeah. And um, so I was talking to him and then I ended up talking to my cousin Dallas who was playing for the 73s at the time. And it was just kind of like, you know, I wasn't, we were in Milton. Uh, I wasn't playing that game. And I was like, you know, sitting at our, I think we were at a boss pizza or something. I was just texting him or whatever. And he was like, Hey, like if you're serious, I'll give my GM a call right now. I was like, whatever, not thinking much of it. Like I didn't actually think, you know, the trade deadlines in like not even 12 hours. Yeah. It was probably like two o'clock and the trade deadlines at midnight. Oh wow. And whatever. So calls him, you know, he contacts me. He's like, Hey, like they're, it, they're, they're down to do this. And I'm like, Holy, you know, woke up this morning thinking I was going to be in Wellington for the next bit. And then, you know, I have the opportunity to do this. And it was crazy. Cause you know, I talked to my coach after the game and just kind of told him, you know, I don't really want to be sitting in the stands or playing fourth line. My last couple of months of junior, it looks like you guys, you know, you're bringing in players. It looks like, you know, gonna, I don't want to have to do the whole like mm-hmm. fight for my spot in the lineup every day. You know, I'm, yeah. 20 years old I was actually 19 years old but it was just like I want to enjoy my last couple months of junior hockey Fuck yeah! and it was crazy too because I had to get it after he kind of said all right we can you know I can't promise you it's going to get done because there's like six hours but we'll do what we can so then I had to talk to the Picton coach who I knew from just like spring skates and summer skates with Wellington and they had to release my rights or trade my rights it was just whole whole ordeal it's all a process it was like this tangled knot and it just looked like there was no way it was gonna happen fast forward it's 10 o'clock at night and i get a call from the coach of the dukes at the time and just said hey you know what we got it done um you know you're free to go to essex blah 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 all that and he uh you know, it was awesome. It was crazy because mm-hmm. for how quickly it happened and how chaotic that 12 hours was from the beginning of the day, you know, finding out I was scratched to the end of the night being, you know, two days later being on a train to go down to Essex, play my first game that night. It just, it was one of those things mm-hmm. that like, it true, like it shouldn't have happened, but it just was meant to happen. So of course, everything was just pushed in the right direction and one of those crazy situations. So yeah and then two days later excuse me that was a sunday two days later i was on a train from belleville to coming down on a tuesday rob coming down on tuesday (laughs) i went to chatham got picked up in chatham and then two hours later not even i think it might have been like an hour later drove to the rink met my teammates put the threes jersey on and was out there for my first game so it was pretty pretty crazy how nice was that to slide that on it was pretty cool that was pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it was nice, you know, obviously, because it was cool because I'm in Belleville and with my mom's side of the family. Mm-hmm. And then you know, I get this opportunity to come down to Essex. Now I'm with my dad's side of the family. And you so fell onto an absolute fucking wagon, too. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they just went Schmaltz year before, and now I'm coming in. They're trying to make another run. And I'm like, well, you know, we didn't get it done. But, you know, I got a chance to win a championship with them and played in an unbelievable series. Uh that's Amherstburg versus Amherstburg. That was, I mean, that, that run was a lot of, that was fun hockey. Even mm-hmm. the Amherstburg series, you know, even though they took us to seven, it was, that was kind of what you dream, like playoff hockey, what you kind of enjoy. 
Rob, was, was that the awful. series with the spear? The spear. Remember the spear that was called like after? Ooh, I don't it? know. I uh, did. So what was oh. it? Game. What was it game four? I feel like yeah, it was game four or five or something. Because we we just had the Amherstburg head coach on. Yeah. And he said that they got screwed by the they scored in overtime or something because um there was a spear called when they scored in overtime and the penalty was called was was that the year do you, uh, do you recall no that doesn't sound familiar yeah then that's not it then because the you, one that you I remember, would know. yeah the one that i remember is that our starting goalie got suspended i think it was game six and seven our backup came in and we won game i think we won six and seven or no we lost six and amherstburg came back played game seven at home and won game seven but our goalie who was uh he, i think he played a bunch of junior b like he was uh supposed to be you know come in and be you know a very staple piece which he was he was great for us but it was crazy too because it's like you know we're already this you know this top dog that's supposed to easily slide through this series and mm -hmm. they were giving us a lot of trouble and it was super close and then we lose our starting goalie and it kind of seemed like everything was falling around us and and then i somehow it, it got done i mean that game seven was probably <laughs> the best hockey most fun hockey game i've ever played in obviously winning helps that but mm. just i mean that rink was sold out couldn't fit another person in there just a bunch of sardines crammed together um it was yeah it was awesome super close game obviously you know I feel like we were kind of always in the lead. We always had a handle on it. So that definitely helped. But I remember I scored that game like minutes into the second period. And I've, you know, I've never been a huge like guy to Selly, but I remember that was one of them where it's like I uh, buried it and I just like let all emotions out because it was just, <laughs> it was kind of the ideal playoff hockey situation. You know, you kind of dream up of playing and game seven at home, pack barn, get to score a goal. It was pretty, it was pretty special. Should Selly. Now, now, what was your first impression of Essex when you got there and you, you, you got to meet the coaches, the boys, and like, because like, obviously your dad grew up in Leamington and Leamington was a big rival at Essex until they went to junior B, right? So what, 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 what did you think about the town and the way you were treated and uh, how, how'd that go for you? Um, well, so I was a little familiar with just the whole everything just because my cousin played on the team. Um, so I kind of just knew just from talking to him and just, you know, being around, I think I, I went to a couple of their games watching, I think it was the season before the season, maybe the year before that. So I was familiar a little bit just with it and seeing Essex, you know, just my family lives in Woodsley. So we, you know, we'd make it to Essex every once in a while, but in regards to playing there and the way we were treated, honestly, it was first class. It was such an amazing experience. If I could have played there for all five or four of my eligible junior years, I would have loved it. I mean, it yeah. was, I mean, just, I mean, think of it like this. So I come down, play, come down on a Tuesday, play a game. I'm let known literally before that night that we're going on a cruise to the Bahamas in two weeks. Oh, you got the cruise too? Yeah. So it's like, there's <laughs> great production to it. It's just unbelievable. Like, you know, you come down and, and even just the way you're treated on game days or in the town and just, you know, the bus rides and everything, it was honestly, if they had an opportunity, you know, they would easily be able to be, a, you know, a junior eight uh, organization. It was 
first class everywhere. The rink's beautiful. The locker room's amazing. Everything. It was, it was an amazing experience. I'm so happy. There's so many like great parts about it. You know, being able to play with my cousin, being with my family, my dad's side of the family, being close to Michigan too, which was awesome. I got a couple chances to go over there. Hadn't been back there much since I left a couple years before. Uh, I also, that was like kind of the first time I got to see my dad in like three years. So that was a good part of it too. I got a couple perks, you know, going over to the Joe and got to skate with that, a bunch of those alumni guys before they did the Colorado alumni game. So oh, yeah. a bunch of stuff like that, that was really cool. But I, I mean, honestly, it was, I was there for three or four months and it was probably the best three or four months of my life to be honest. Griff, I got, I got to say something. <clears throat> I love talking to you. Your dad, not so much, because I can't understand half the fucking things he's saying because he goes and tails off on shit, and I don't even know what he's talking about. I don't even know if he answered the question that I asked him. But you, yes, you did. You Dude. answered the question perfectly, and everybody's going to love you for it just because Perfect. of the fact that you said first class, you know, yeah. and you enjoyed your what – would you play here four games and or three games? Three? Uh, it was like five or six. Yeah. And, uh, it, was, it was something like that. Yeah, it was three or four games because I remember yeah. I, I think I had six or four goals and three assists or something. On, on yeah, I think one. I ended up with like six goals. Hold on here. I got it right here. Yeah. yeah. I, like, I just looked three, three just looked games, four goals, five assists, nine points. Right. Yeah. Right. So, and, and how, how awesome good? was scoring your first goal here? Um, like your Sully, I get. It was but. pretty awesome. Yeah, and it was because I remember because I scored all four of those goals in um, – I don't even remember who, who we were playing, but I remember I scored all of them like in my second game there. Like my first game, you know, I just did a six, seven-hour road trip on the way down. Felt like I was skating with cinder blocks on my legs. Like <laughs> never met any of these guys before. It was just kind of like – I did have an assist on my, on a, my cousin scored a goal, so that was kind of nice. But then the awesome. second game, I – you know, I scored the four goals and it was kind of a, it was one of those nice moments. You're like, all right, this was a good decision. You know, it feels good. You know, I, a lot of people like texting me and saying, you know, we're happy for you. So it was, it was a good moment in that sense too. So then it was like, after that, I felt like I was comfortable, uh, not just on the ice and playing, but I feel like just, you know, with the guys and kind of, you know, you go through something cool like that with a new team, it kind of like bonds you a little quicker and, you know, yeah, get a cool experience, you know, so that your, was awesome. your your, co your cousin you're speaking of who who is that? Dallas Pereira. Pereira. Yeah, I, I couldn't I couldn't pronounce his I've, last I've, name. So I've I, heard that uh, name. That's why I asked you. Yeah. He <laughs> uh, yeah. So he was the captain there. I think the year after I was there, and then he was I think he was on their coaching staff uh, two years ago maybe. But yeah, so he so that was like half. I mean, he's the reason why I got to go down there and play, but. Yeah, it was a great experience. Also, going back to the comment you made about my dad, he's one of those people where you can be like, hey, what's one plus one? And next thing you know, he's talking about some nice Armenian dish he had. <laughs> yeah, he's like, 100%. What the heck did you get? One of the funniest <laughs> things, too, is I said to him, I said, hey, Darren, we got your boy coming on the podcast with us. And one of the first things he said to me, he goes, he's not like me. <laughs> like, that was what he said. He's like, he's not like me. <laughs> And I'm like now, like sitting here talking to you and everything. He's was exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he's a fucking total beaut. Like he's yeah. just, a, uh, yeah. he's a, he's a great guy. Like I have a I have a hard time listening to him when he starts talking. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. 
but, but, but I think I, he, he means well in everything he does. Mm. You know what I mean? Like just, just an awesome guy, but uh, uh, back to you. So after the 73s go off and yeah. uh, you know, you, you win your championship. Um, what happens after that? So then we were in Dorchester um, they were supposed to be everywhere. They were supposed to be this top dog. They were supposed to, I think, you know, coming into it, they were supposed to win everything. Everyone was like, you know, talking about Dorchester this, Dorchester that. And we ended up sweeping them. And <laughs> that was a pretty good feeling. And then we went to Ayer. And that, I mean, that team was sick. That team was better than some of the junior A teams I played against. And mm-hmm. they had our number and swept us. And, you know, it was over, but it was a, it was a fun ride. I definitely enjoyed all of it. And it was funny too, because um, Port Hope, who was in the, you know, the Coburg, Belleville, Kingston area, that junior C league, um, it was kind of, you were hoping that we would make it to the finals for Port Hope again, because then, you know, I'd be able to play up there and all my buddies I played with and family were going to come and see it. It never, it didn't work out that way, but I wouldn't really change any of it because it was, it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Dude, That's a great story. Great story. Your time at UCLA, mm-hmm. you played like 30 something, almost 40 games there. You only got three minor penalties. Yeah. I never really got penalties. No shit. You had dude <laughs> one, two, I'm counting like three, four years here. You didn't have one. Yeah. How, how did you manage to do that? Uh, two things I'd say, you know, very sneaky. <laughs> and also, uh, one thing my dad out taught me from a young age was make sure you're friends with the refs. So every day you go out there, you know, have a little chat, kind of uh, try to stay on their good books and maybe they'll let you get away with a little more. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like kind of um, another thing, too, I know when I was in Wellington, I didn't like taking penalties personally because I was I killed penalties mm-hmm. for us. And that was one thing I really enjoyed doing, kind of like that role player aspect. So. You know, I tried to make sure I wasn't in the box because then I want to be able to kill the penalties. And then, you know, with uh, UCLA per se, it's like, you know, I was, I was, you know, I was able to play this offensive, you know, goal scorer role. So it's like, you don't want to take penalties because then you're off the ice. Mm -hmm. And then if you're, you know, drawing a penalty or something, you're on the power play and probably scoring. So kind of worked it out itself out that way. Yeah. Rob, his last year there, UCLA, which he did wear an A. He had 38 points in 19 games. Is that good? I don't fucking know. <laughs> I played awesome. house league for Big V and Tubbies and Chubbies. <laughs> so, so you're with uh, UC LA there. So, how does it go from being a guy on the ice to now the head coach? But can can I ask a question just before you answer that one, uh, sure. Griff? Uh, so, so, so how did you go from playing junior C uh, for the 73s to now playing for UCLA? I'm sorry if you did already say it. I don't know if, if you did mention it already. No. How, how was that transition? How did that work? Sure. So after I was done with the threes, I moved out to LA to be with my family. When I was out here, I was a couple, you know, schools I was talking to out in this area to play, you know, the same level as UCLA. Um, didn't work out kind of, you know, the sense where I was considered out of state. So I'd have to pay out of state tuition stuff like that. And wasn't really something I wanted to go down And there, especially out here in California and especially in the Los Angeles area. 
um, the like community college, a lot of the community colleges are feeder schools to the bigger schools. So it's like, if you go to community college, do two years, do exceptionally well, like you can get into a school that you probably wouldn't have with your high school grades. And I wasn't a bad student in high school, but hockey is all I cared about. So I didn't really care as much about my grades. Um, got the opportunity to come out here for two, you know, two years. I went to Santa Monica College and, you know, busted my ass and did as well as I could in, in school. Something that I never done, but it was cool because I took all like the hard working and all the kind of different aspects I learned playing junior hockey and playing hockey my whole life and just applied them to the books. So then I did, you know, better than I've ever done, uh, was able to transfer to UCLA, which kind of was a miracle, nothing. I mean, that's one of those things where it's like, if someone would have told 12 year old, 14, 16 year old Griffin, Hey, you're going to be a UCLA graduate one day. I'd be like, all right, come on. <laughs> you're messing with me. Like, that's a, like, come on, like, let's be serious here. Uh, I think the funny thing is the best text message I received after like I got accepted to UCLA was my grandma, my dad's mom texted me and she said, we all, she said, if you told us you were going to be a Bruin, we thought you'd be a Boston Bruin, not a UCLA Bruin. <laughs> that one's so that's one that always stuck with me. But yeah, so I did two years of community college out here and just played men's league hockey, uh, skating two, three days a week, you know, working a part-time job, just kind of doing that route just to kind of be able to transfer to a good school. Um, and then, yeah, I get to UCLA, which like I said, probably – never in a million years ever expected that to happen, but yeah, it was awesome. And then the whole hockey aspect with UCLA, it just kind of came down to, um, you know, I didn't really know many people. I didn't know anyone at the school and the best way to meet, you know, people that have interest with you is to join the hockey team. So mm -hmm. that's what I did join the hockey team and played my two years there and, you know, had a, I would say a big role in the leadership side, you know, not many junior A, junior C players play out in this, you know, area, you know, maybe you'll have some kids that played some type of junior, um, but never really at the level I played at. So it was nice to kind of come in and to this program and, you know, be able to bring a bunch of things I learned or things that I saw or just being around and just from, my hockey knowledge of everything and so my first year it was kind of a learning year our team was not good at all but we had a lot of fun um, my second year came in and we were a lot better of a team but that's kind of where I would say the foundation was laid for me to become the head coach fix it I yeah. gotta fix it exactly and it was one of those where it was kind of you know the first year I feel like the the program itself was kind of in a transition period, kind of in a turnaround. And my first year, we were kind of definitely down at the bottom of the, the dumps. Um, the second year we were coming up, obviously last year didn't happen because of COVID, but at the end of my, the year last year, um, or my senior year, I should say, you know, I had a conversation with a couple of the guys that were going to be taking over the leadership of this, the team and just said, Hey, would you be interested in coaching? And it's definitely something I've always wanted to get into my whole entire life. Uh, it was something I wanted to try to get into in the LA area, just cause mm -hmm. you know, wanted to stay in the game and got this opportunity said I do it, you know, COVID kind of shut that down. And when they were starting to work everything up again in the, it was probably February or March. I got a text from the guy that who's our president of the team right now and just asked, Hey, 
do you want to do it? And I was instantly, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm happy you didn't forget about me because, yeah, I want to yeah. do it. <laughs> well, you're alumni too, right? Exactly, yeah. Because so, you graduated. So, yep. so, like, if you're if you're looking for any assistant head coach, four-time SO, most improved player. So, <laughs> perfect, just perfect. Saying, just saying. If you need <laughs> anybody that wants some drive, some heart, I got you. I perfect. Got you. Hilarious, man. <laughs> I like it. The muscle. So when we fly down there, I, I want at least a freaking uh, shirt. All right, we can do that. We'll make that happen. That's a pretty nice one he's wearing right there, Rob. I do like that one too, but I I like the baby blue ones with the UCLA across the front, property of or something. I could I could wear one of those. I could wear one of those. Yeah, that hey, Rob. But now now I got now I got to get the um, the box there, and and I'll have to start watching the the Bruins games. For sure, for sure. And I will, I will. I can set you up with that, Rob. I'm gonna be getting texts on the side the hell are you doing coach like, i know i'm gonna send you a text like what the fuck man yeah exactly <laughs> but i want the i want the band out there when we get there like, you're getting a football band out there we can get the hockey band out there that's okay too yeah that's exactly you got you got to talk to michigan about getting into the uh frozen four yeah no that would how be... sick would that be yeah like you you get big recognition coming down and getting to play in that right for mm-hmm. sure so you got your work cut out in front of you. Oh, yeah. He's burping. He <laughs> <laughs> went out the side. He went out the side. <laughs> blondes, <laughs> Crushing blondes, eh, Rob? Yeah, just crushing blondes, bro. bro. Oh, I, I, get it. I don't get why they sneak up on me like that. That is hilarious. <laughs> I apologize. I'm sorry. No, I was just thought I was of... so unprofessional. <laughs> <laughs> so is there any, like what's going on for the freaking boys this year? Like, what do you have in store for them? Is there any way that you want to see them play? Is there, are you just going brand new, like system? Like, how are you going to run things there? Um, I mean, I don't want to give it too many secrets. Away. No, 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 no. But, <laughs> no, I but I mean, like, just, you know what <laughs> yeah, I'm saying? Sure. Yeah. So what we're going to do, I mean, we got a pretty good coaching staff here. And one thing I think we want to do, you know, we're, is just, the way that our roster looks like it's going to set up for mm-hmm. next year is probably going to be one of the better, if not best teams that UCLA has ever had. So we got a lot of good kids that came in as a freshman this year. And then we have a bunch of good kids that are coming in as freshmen next year. So the one thing that I'm very excited for about this program is our depth, something that's really never happened before. So it's like, you know, we're actually going to have options to, you know, have guys go up and down the lineup. You know, if a guy's not playing well, he's, going to be in the stands or if a guy is playing well you know he's going to get opportunity Mm -hmm. um for instance you know we've got a lot of speed and our top two lines are pretty very skilled very fast and also play a very tenacious style uh so you know for instance we're going to probably play a heavy four check we're going to get in on teams we're going to try to use the skill we're going to try to use our mobility and our speed and kind of wreck a little havoc and I feel like, you know, we had the opportunity to uh, see a bunch of some of these kids play. And it seems like, you know, I'm trying to think of like, I want to play, like you see this Tampa team, especially the third line that could draw um, uh, Yanni Gord Coleman line where they're skilled, but they're predominantly kind of going to get in your face and they're going to, you know, make some havoc happen. That's definitely something that I want. I want our teams to kind of, uh, 
you know, progress. We've, we're lucky, you know, we have six defensemen. I mean, looking at it right now, just looking at our lineup, we have six defensemen that look like they could probably be a number one. So, oh, Jesus. <laughs> but so we're lucky that we're going to have guys. Yeah. already. Oh, look at this. Hi, Dad. Listen, you owe me money, Rob. Don't you? <laughs> I owe you money. <laughs> you know, not, come I, over here. I'll pay you money. Give me a break here, so, a little bit, till I come over and collect. But you've been locked up. I got it. I, I got it sitting right here. I got it sitting right here. Oh, Griff, Dad, Tony, let's have Tony the toolbox. At least you. So, so what do you got? Some coaching guy? Some guy thinks he's a coach now and stuff? <laughs> well, at least he doesn't have a fucking mohawk. I know, but I got it t- tamed down right now. But he doesn't have a rock band either. He's got. Bro, he's got is that a, a man bun? Is that a man bun? Here we go, Griff. Griffin. Go. You get to every punch time these two get together. The for it's that. A double. Yeah, you're I'm, so jelly. I'm more I mean, you're jelly. You know you do it in a second if it meant the Leafs would win a playoff series, let alone win the cup. Hey, Rob, and, next you got to go at him for the glasses. Ask him which librarian he stole those from. Don't you worry about oh, it. Listen in there, mouthpiece. You wait till you turn 40, and then you know what? You know that when I chirped Paul Coffey at the outdoor game that time, and he oh, looked yeah. up, he said, you're with wait. me. He did this one. So you just wait. Yeah, and he got me, so... <laughs> Yeah, these sexy specs from uh, from the library. Dollar sure. store. <laughs> I want to. Hey, what are you, Griff? Are you going for the Matt Patricia coaching look or something? I mean, you know, I I mean, I like it. <laughs> I don't see a pencil. I don't see the pencil in the air. You know, well, I, the hope, I hope not. That was that was sort of a backhanded uh, thing about taking you seriously. But no, I couldn't uh, to be get on the serious note, guys and. Um, anybody who watches Hatrick Hockey Podcast and what you guys are about is, you know, the love of the hockey, no matter what it is, but about the area and about the Essex County Fight Club and the kids that come out of Essex County. And Griffin's a prime example that I tell everybody is that my love or our love or anybody's love of anything or passion, and in this case it was hockey, well, mine is no greater than yours. So unfortunately, it's a uh, needle in a haystack to make it to the NHL. That's what we all want to do. But if you love the game, then find your place, you know? And then, so he's a prime example. And I mean, that's a lot of, uh, you know, uh, from the outside looking in, it's a, it's a lot of uh, responsibility, but he's, he's all his life. This is what he's done from back when he was earliest. Remember the Playmobil guys or get the hockey guys. And it was always, he would always make hockey rinks. And then he'd always have lines and he'd always have the bench and he'd always be like coaching. So, you know, whether it was that or we were lucky to have Scotty Bowman and, you know, anybody who knows Scotty, there's so many different faces of Scotty Bowman. And, but one of them is like the influence. So the coaching influence, because at a young age, Griffin can tell you, you know, the one-on-one time that you spend around Scotty when he's playing grandpa mode and, and stuff like that, you really do learn stuff. So again, just another kid, uh, you know, product, because I'm a product of Essex County, even though Griffin was born in the States, but, you know, that's the the love and the blood. And, you know, for, for both of us, I would say, hands down, the love of hockey comes from, from his grandmother, from my mother. Mm-hmm. So that's what got, you know, who was part of the Essex Blue Angels back in the 60s. She was the captain. 
-hmm. you know, so that's, you know, where, where that's where ours comes from. And I think that's also too, is the intelligence on the hockey side, because it's about, you know, being the coach, it's like, what system are you going to play all this stuff? And it's combined in today's day and age is it's not as easy as it was yet getting yelled at or telling somebody what to do. There's video and all this stuff. So, I mean, like I told him, I said, I'm all here to give you, uh, you know, the information, just like anything else or my perspective. And, but, you know, at the end of the day, you're driving. So, you know, what your goals and what you want to do with that program. And obviously it's not just me that sees your love. You've proven it. You know, you gotta, there's one thing to want it. And then it's go out and show that, that you deserve the opportunity and, and everything that he's gotten, he's gotten on his own. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, what's, you know, what's awesome about it, Darren, is that the mad respect that he showed Essex, I thought it was fantastic. You know, like he could have went anywhere. He could have went Leamington. He could have went anywhere, but got to play with his cousin. And I thought it was just hands down one of you know, the, one of those Cinderella stories, you know, like just uh, dad got to play in this area and grow up in this area. And then he, he didn't get to play for your hometown, but you know, no, you shit, to... I would have rather him play for Essex anyways. I never played for Leamington. So it's, <laughs> it's sort of like Essex is more where our family's hockey history is from, you know, his great uncles to my uncles, whether the Pritchards or the Roberts or whatever. So it only seemed right. And, and that's where the love of the game, and I think we're, it's important because, you know, Griffin ran into concussion problems and sort of derailed his development, but he also too knew, you know, what he wanted and, and to be able to go back and you can ask him, I mean, that, that, I mean, I remember the run they were on and, and just to be able, cause they still have the memories to this day and it's about community. It's about family. It's about the area. So that's why I said it's, it's, even though the kid wasn't, uh, physically born he was brought up with the same principles and you know that as in the Essex County Fight Club so I mean it's it's whether you are a combatant member at the front line or the back line we're all a part of it because mm -hmm. it's about in today's day and age it's about who you are and what you stand for and we'll, we'll you know you sit there we'll bust we'll bust nuts and stuff like this all the time and and whatever about Leafs wings Canadians, whatever, like whatever that is, right? Because that's who we are and that's what the culture is. And, and at the end of the day, it's, we all have that love of the game and we all want to see people that we know because we, whether we know them or not, but we've seen them, we grow up, we know their family, stuff like this. And anytime you see somebody succeed in anything, that's what life's all about, you know, uh, helping everybody be the best that they can be. How awesome is it to see him like UCLA? Like, that's big, man. That's big time. Let me just tell you this there, Tone. The kid sends me pictures from me from a boat on Lake Tahoe. He ain't doing bad. I ain't Struggling, bad. Eh? I Griff, struggling. This, one. this one's the smartest out of all. Like I told you, he's all me buttoned up in a suit because he realizes he dude his mentality is a lot the same it just he doesn't have the impulse to act on a lot of this stuff and plus he's seen his dad's forged the path of what what not to do and and <laughs> what happens but but it's all it's all right it's part of mm -hmm. all our different roles and it's about you know i'm proud of griffin because his acknowledgement to change change uh the process right see i'm in the middle i'm in trying to 
and it's and a, and a lot of this is genetics and a lot of this is what you know who we want to be and the, the fact is that he knows who he is at a lot younger age than i did mm -hmm. i don't have to worry about him never was worried about him um because he looks before he leaps and and that's why he's a head coach material mm -hmm. right like and that's the thing he's everything in the player like we're different players i mean anybody who's seen him play in the 73s this kid's big he can fly. He's got a bomb of a shot. I mean, it's just hit the net. I mean, half the time. It's like Shane Weber-esque. You know what I'm saying? Where 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 that's the and it's okay, but it's a it's that combination, and that's where he's learned, you know, his love of hockey and the fact that that he wants to be a coach. And, you know, I'm sure that, you know, his they're division two. So his goal is to get them to division one. And and you know, he's, he's got, he left a couple of record books on the records on the way to, to see if he can recruit some guys to pass them. So that'll be the, uh, that'll be the kicker when he brings in the kid that's going to blow up his shit. <laughs> hey, Griff, I got, I got a question for you. Did you ever get chirped about your dad, like being on the ice or like, you know what I mean? Like, you're, oh, your dad went to the other, like, <laughs> did you ever get any chirps from anybody? You know, not really, honestly. Because they knew your dad would come find him. That or it's you don't poke the bear. That's it. <laughs> you know, like nice. you might be nice. Mine might well be played. my craziness might be a little deeper down, but it's kind of you know, right, Griffin. You know, that, that's what he said. Griffin's got it. It's just hibernate. It's just locked away, and you got to push him. But you know, mm. like it's all this, and it, it's self awareness, right? Where like I'm, I'm it's all self-awareness that what makes you tick. And it's not like I always say what I had to realize, it's not the right or the wrong, you know, morally you will, as you get older and who you surround yourself with, you'll pick that side. But if you understand the why, like, why is that, you know, make you set you off or what, what is it? Is it because is, are you deflecting and actually you're hearing the truth? A lot of people don't like the truth. They don't like to be accountable. And, you know, until you can look in the mirror and be accountable to yourself and know who you are and it's okay. If you don't just, you know, try to be better every day. So, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm working on it. I mean, it's like, you know, the, the like, it's not about being perfect. It's just understanding that you're human. And, mm -hmm. you know, I think we can all agree that I think that, uh, Tampa's going to finish it out tonight. Uh, unless, we were talking uh, about that earlier. unless they get arrogant and, you know, want to do in front of the fans but that's the only way that happens bro you fucking segue into so many fucking things like, <laughs> like we go from one thing right to the we're flying a kite out in my fucking backyard oh i mean we can i was gonna up. ask I, Rob, I just, Rob, i'm staring at your face and i just feel so bad because tears of that blue is just coming no, down i'm so oh used God. to it I don't it's even like nineteen thousand five hundred thirty days since you won i mean i keep seeing it on my tears <laughs> Hey, what I want to know is Griff, what what were you sending him from Lake Tahoe? Oh, I was just up there uh during the summer. Got a couple chances to go up there and just, you know, being on the boat, just sending him pictures, trying to make there with the boys or what? No, I was with my girlfriend. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, that's that, that's different. <laughs> okay. Guys, is that is that good? I mean, Rob, I understand why you don't like the segways and the segwayed into the Stanley Cup. And you I just don't understand. I get so lost in your fucking <laughs> conversations, bro. 
<laughs> I get so lost. I can't even remember if you answered my question. And I was asking. Here we go. Here we go. These two are going to fucking go. Every time we get these two together, it's the same fucking thing. They go out. Hey, imagine if whining he's going to do on the golf course. Oh. Oh, well, that, that's going to probably I'm be me, I, I, lose about I hit an 89. Balls. I hit an 89 on Friday. My first one. Which is shoot on the back. <laughs> How's your golf game, Griff? Uh, it's all right. Do you get to play? Do you get to play? Because you're like, like the coach. You get to play on you and Max Homa teeing it up there like next week or something? Or Not, not yet. No, not yet. But uh, Patrick Cantley, the UCLA guy, maybe we'll tee it up one of these days. Oh, there you go. Gotta tee it up. Yeah. <laughs> it's a summertime, baby. Oh yeah. How's the time? Get out there. I get out there quite a lot. <laughs> when do you guys start? Not till September. Nice. So what what yeah, in the not. meantime, do you is your team pretty set? Yeah, pretty much. Uh we got a couple good uh good young freshmen coming in, so we're pretty excited. It'll set us up. We're I was telling these guys that this is gonna be the deepest and team that UCLA has ever had so we're pretty excited we should be pretty good so so do you have pre preseason goals um not right now I think that was something we'll kind of as soon as we get more closer to the season and kind of get the roster together it's crazy though we have tryouts I think it's like a Monday Tuesday and then that weekend uh we're gonna be we're playing in eastern Washington so it's a quick, it's a quick jump into the season, especially because it's, you know, a lot of these teams start beginning of September, but UCLA is on a different school schedule. So we don't start till the end of September. So we we're playing catch up a little bit, but this team, yours team should be so good that it shouldn't even really be that big of an uh, issue. Griff, what, what, what's your staff looking like? Uh, we got myself. Uh, we also have, um, it's actually another Canadian guy named Dan, uh, He's from Ottawa. He's like a skills coach. He's going to be one of my assistants. And then we just hired another guy um, who played D3 hockey in um, the New England area. So we've got a lot of experience. I think like with our team, kind of going to be the best roster we've ever had. It's definitely going to be the best coaching staff we've ever had. So awesome. we're pretty excited. Both those guys have a lot of um, experience with film and kind of videoing so that's gonna be one thing we're really gonna focus on either if it's ourselves or the opponents just kind of making sure you know we're prepared ourselves before we can get the guys ready i think that's one aspect especially you look at today in the nhl and that is the video and just the preparation is so important so just even for myself from you know seeing it firsthand or you know talking to buddies that either do the job for teams or played at high levels just being able to kind of bring that into our program just to make sure that we are ready every single game, regardless of who we're playing, especially because a lot of these teams, you know, you play them once a year and that's it. So we're going to be doing our research for sure. I'll be making sure, you know, I'll be, it'll feel like I'm back in school again, just instead of reading about, you know, communications or math, I'll be watching film and getting stuff ready for them. So it'll be much more enjoyable to say the least. Now, now, now just working at a UCLA alone, are, can you use the resources from the, the university? Like, could you get like film guys and like maybe give them extra credit or, or you know what I mean? Like have yeah. them come in and break down, you know what the, I'm getting at? Not in the sense of like from the school, but like we could get, I mean, if we wanted to, we could get, you know, other students or, you know, 
guys like that to come in. They wouldn't get credit for it, but it would be, you know, I feel like out here, you know, everyone's looking for a little resume booster for when they're going off to jobs. So definitely be something that they can slap on there. I feel like at the same time, I'm the type of person where I like to see everything for myself. So even if we did have, you know, say two guys watching it, I'm going to be watching every second of it too. For sure. Because I want to, I'm very, I guess, one of my coaching, you know, aspects is I want to be super prepared and I want to be very particular. And obviously you, you're going to trust your guys, but at the same time, you know, I got to make sure that I'm in there watching all the film, making sure I know exactly what they're going to be talking about. It's just the preparation aspect of it. It's kind of like, you know, you're not going to go into class and go take a test and something you've never read before or something you've never listened to. So I'm making sure that game in game out day, you know, at the rink, I'm going to be as prepared as possible. Mm-hmm. see rob that's the difference you and i just what, what are you talking about it's just the test that's why we're from essex county what he <laughs> yeah. said the ucla mentality that makes Fuck, sense I'll, I'll get somebody else to write it for me whatever <laughs> I don't give a shit. whatever whatever you just now you're telling on yourself <laughs> yeah see i i ain't going to college what are you fucking kidding me <laughs> i went to western <laughs> Woo, warriors <laughs> I can't say anything because I did too. <laughs> so <laughs> you guys got you all got me beat, but like it's all good. <laughs> Man, yeah, but you're a four-time Stanley Cup champ. If I haven't heard that, <laughs> that fucking reminding me, bud. <laughs> Appreciate that every time. <laughs> it don't matter. The best part about the cups, no matter what stupid shit you do, when they get your name on it and put it in the Hall of Fame, you're good. It's going in the right. Hall of Fame. Whether you were good enough or not, you were. I wasn't saying that. <laughs> we're good enough. Your fucking goal, breakaway, shri- get, stop showing me that ponytail. That's terrible. <laughs> fucking terrible. The hair is even, the hair is it's not awful. Awful. Here we go, here we go. Griff, tell him. Tell him, dad. Seriously. I mean, See, when I, I was with like. Dad jokes. I don't want to deal with your dad, bad hair. Dad, bad <laughs> hair. Oh my god! Oh, that's better. Uh, yep, just got better. <laughs> For anybody, watch the video episode of this. My God, there you go. <laughs> I'm gonna give him 150 bucks for a fucking haircut too. Uh yeah, get in line. Get in line. You might need a like a buzz saw. I don't know if you've seen a beer, Rob. I don't know. Griff's got some nice throw going on over there too, though. Griff's got the curly locks. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, we used yeah, to yeah. we used to put a headband on him and dress him up as uh, Ben Wallace for uh, Halloween when he was like four, five, and six. Really, just <laughs> got the great hair. He's got the fro. He does have great hair. I'm so glad he looks like his mom. Go to see. Always start shit. All right. So, what do you say we talk to these two off the air for a bit? So, Griff, we just want to say, buddy, thank you so much. Uh, wish you all the best buddy we're going to be watching for sure 100 we are going to be watching and uh all the best buddy and dad thanks dad for like oh you got it here shooting the shit with us it's awesome to get you guys here on the same right here like with us so no you bad boys Keep hold doing on my- hold on Griff. i i want to wish you the most success uh i i know you got a plan i know you're structured i, I know you got the hockey mentality from your pop and I know there's going to be success in there. And I guarantee you, before you're out of there, you'll be invited to the final, uh, the, the Great Lakes Final Four. 
I, 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 I have, I got money on it. I got money on it. <laughs> All right. We'll so, see. We'll uh, do that. And, and, and I really hope that in the summer, we'll say next summer, you can come down, golf with your pop and me and aunt. And, and sure, it, love to. it will be. So I just want to wish you the most success. And uh, thank, you. thank you guys. Yeah, this awesome. was awesome. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. All right, bye. Uh, talk to you soon, Grip. And there he is, folks, Griffin McCarty. And it was nice of his dad to stop in there and say hi to us, too. Darren hopped on, got his got his like chirps in at me and Rob for, for a little bit Fucking there. But, <laughs> but yeah, Griffin is, uh, man. It's, great hair. Uh, I'm so excited for him, though. He's got a great opportunity. He's uh, he's very hockey-minded. He's I think he's going to be perfect there. At UCLA. Oh, he said he was going to send a, a plane for us, a mm -hmm. PJ. Yeah, <laughs> a PJ. No, he did, but, but <laughs> it would be really cool if he did. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so best of luck to him there, because he's going to be a beauty for that program. Yeah, goes to UCLA. Yeah. So in Cali, so good for him, man. Enjoy the weather too, by the way. So Rob, the uh, the. Kraken expansion draft is like just around the corner. I believe it's on the 21st. So uh, I just kind of looked at a few lists of they of guys that they think they may grab from each team. So I kind of did a I just kind of looked through to see a couple names that just hopped out at me. Um, one of them is Calgary Flames, Mark Giordano or Giordano, Giordano. <laughs> it's hard to say his name. Yeah, it's hard to say his name. It's a tongue twister. Um, it's not. Yeah, it's it is. not. But anyway, so. Yeah, whatever. Fuck off, Rob. All right. So he's on, He's one of them. He's one of their, like, top 4D, isn't he? How is he not fucking? Yep. yep. Oh, he's definitely straight up there. Uh, he, and, you know, he, he he's a rough and tumble defenseman for he's sure. 38. I can't too. believe they're not covering him. But how old is he? He's 38 okay so maybe that's why maybe age has has a factor mm -hmm. with it yeah um let me see here uh columbus does it say, there. Does it say what they how, what the price tag um the price tag on it let me check out real quick no it doesn't really say no okay um another one too that kind of jumped out at me was nyquist he's another one that's on the list their goalies, Anton Hudobin from Dallas is one of them. That's they're talking. They're going that he, he could be going there. The Red Wings are going to lose Troy Stetcher. I'm not too happy with that one because he's pretty good. So I was kind of bummed out seeing him on the list. Um, well, obviously, Iserman has plans, right? Mm -hmm. Or and the price tag must not be that high. Mm -hmm. So Nashville, they're talking. It's going to be Matt fucking Duchesne. Sorry, I can't fucking talk today. So he's a high profile player. I wonder why. Maybe just not. 
not doing good there. And I, I don't really follow Nashville too much, so I'm not really too sure on Matt Duchesne. I, I don't know that he's not doing that good, but the kid's a stud. Yeah. Don Cherry, I remember loving Matt mm-hmm. Duchesne. Mm-hmm. But maybe maybe he's falling off the map. I, I really don't know. Like mm-hmm. I said, I don't watch a lot of hockey, so mm-hmm. another especially one? out there. You know, I watch the Canadian division yeah every day another one is mr suban to play d he's another one that's on there i think he's a head case but whatever um the ranger oh sorry the flyers nolan patrick that would hurt losing him he's a really good player like that would really hurt losing him um, okay, same. do you do you know how many you're allowed to protect before we go on any further? I think like it's how- uh, 10, I want to say. So, like. So, I think you could save, like. 2D probably goalie. Probably six forwards. Or maybe, I don't know, five forwards, 3D, and, or I don't know. If you save 10. It's hard to say. We should have talked about this before. We no, I know, there. but I mean, I, I had like seen it not too long ago, but I'm pretty sure it's like if either way, it's a few of each. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I don't know the, I think it's six forwards, probably two D or three D I'm not goalie. Gonna, I'm not even, I, I could see it being well, six, I'm three and one. Chirped at the, the Meg club anyway. Whatever. So no, but I could see it maybe six, three and one. Maybe. I can see it that way too. Right. Um yep. the fucking lightning, Yanni Gord, for how good he was during that run. Like that, that might... kid is awesome. And oh. he's he's a spitfire. Like he's he Heart's reminds me so much of um what's his name from uh Montreal, uh Gallagher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just a little bit bigger, right? A little, little bit taller yeah. or whatever, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, heart and soul guy. Yeah, for the Leafs, they're saying it's going to be Travis Dermott. Could be the one. That's okay. I'm okay with that. It. it he was he was the seventh D man. Mm-hmm. I would say, but how do you think yeah. they'll do when it comes to actually games? Like, do you think they're going to be like Las Vegas when they came in, or do you think they're going to eat their L's? Well, they didn't get Gerard Glenn as a coach, so fuck no. I don't think so. Yeah, they got David Haxtall. So Haxtall is a former, I believe he used to coach for the Flyers, Philadelphia Flyers. He's the coach? He's the head coach. David Haxtall was named the first I coach. I thought in the Toronto Maple Leafs guy was the head coach. He's, I believe he's one of the assistants. Oh, okay. Because they got a guy from Toronto, and uh, I forget where the other guy was from, but yeah. I believe he's I one of the assistants. I think the Toronto guy's a head coach, but I don't. I don't know. Now I'm gonna. <laughs> no, don't do this now, Rob. Why do you always got to do this shit? All the time to me. You always got to talk shit. You do it to me all the time, bro. You 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 surprise me with it. Hey, what do you think about this? <laughs> Come on, it's David you. Haxtall is the coach of the Seattle Kraken. All right. All right. So the Toronto guy's an assistant. Like I said, I was right. Boys, I almost had him. See, see, now everybody's going to be throwing, like, throwing their fucking 
cash over there to see how how many things can Rob convince Ant. That, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the case. I I want in if it's an over and under thing because I don't yeah. know, I and I I won't even know. I swear to God. <laughs> um, so the home run derby's on tonight. Are you gonna watch that? Well, I'm gonna have to go to Missy's and get more booze, but uh, yeah, uh, probably. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Home under. There's not really a lot of big name guys in it though. This year, Vladdy's not in. Vladdy's out. I'm a fucking golfer, bro. I know. We should go I'm soon. Golfer. We should go soon. Yeah. Oh yeah, too. I'm, by I'm, the way, for everybody. We're looking for more sponsors. So we now have it opened up to where like we have Drew where Drew can like really help us out and really expand us when it comes to this aspect of our show. So we're open up to more freaking sponsors. So we're, we love golf stuff. We, any like food place that wants to come in, just anybody, if you're looking for advertisement and it's not just like a, something you throw in the Windsor star or whatever, you can advertise with us. Just get a hold of myself, Rob, message the show, anybody involved with the show, Drew, whatever. You can get a hold of one of us and we'll we'll like set everything up for you. And so we'll be all good to go. Can I say one thing? Sure. Um, I would like to say that, you know, if you like the show, start supporting us uh because like we have to pay for stuff we have to do this stuff um you know like uh the this um what do, what do we call uh the pod bean yeah. whatever whatever we're on we have to pay for so if you if you grab one of our shirts for 25 bucks like 15 it's not gonna kill you you 15. know like like or 15 bucks you yeah. know what i mean like but so, and if you don't, then you know what? I'm just saying if, if uh, no, I was just telling you, I had a, a leak in a, in, a, in a ceiling. Like I was just, I was showing you in, yeah. uh, but yeah, guys, you know seriously, I mean? hop on our site. Yeah. Grab hop on our site. Check Grab it out. We have, yeah. We have nice stuff on Fuck. there. We got nice stuff Fuck on there. Yeah, I keep fits. hearing how much you like the show, but I ain't seeing too many people wearing the fucking. Yeah, uh, we want to see our swag out there, man. Let's do it. But I, I do have to give a shout out to Billy Moffat because I seen him dro- uh, jogging down the road and I'm looking at him and, and I didn't know it was him. And I, I, I see a guy like with a, a full hoodie mm-hmm. on and he's jogging down the road. And I'm like, Misty, look at there's a guy running down the road with our hoodie on. And she's like, as, as he comes running up, he's like, she's like, Oh, it's Billy Moffat. <laughs> I'm like, didn't even know he listened to the show. Mm-hmm. Yep. Spend the 15 bucks. Yeah, Come on, guys. Be... Like you want to keep us on nice. and nice you, you enjoy the interviews. And if you don't <laughs> fuck, don't listen well also too reason being too is not only does merch sales like it helps us so we can go on the road we can do stuff right when it's better content it's better equipment it's like it's stuff like that that really helps out the boys and that's where that's why um and we this is why with what we have right now we're doing fucking pretty good with what we have right now number 64 for hockey podcast and fucking 
and Canada. Humble You're brag. Welcome. Humble brag, but but yeah, so stuff like that, it just helps us, like I said, it gets it allows us to expand to do more. So that's all. Yeah, we don't get paid to do this. We're no. we're just doing it. And it's <laughs> just uh the cameras, uh, like a, a laptop that we can bring and and yeah, hang out with like people that. and just do the shit. Like uh, you love all the interviews, you know. Just so to make it a little more enjoyable experience for you guys being our viewers is what it does. And help us help help us out. Help you out. In a nutshell. So, on that note, do you have anything else? Or are you good? Oh, there's one more thing I wanted to say. Shoot it. I want to say uh, thank you to Nicole uh, Zook, uh, Ryan's wife. Uh, she was the one that filled my head full of air saying that she listened to the podcast. I, and, and you know what I mean? And, and Beater Matthews, like the, the, the people that I didn't know even fucking listen to the show. Mm -hmm. And then I end up hearing uh, as soon as um, Flutter came on, you know, mm -hmm. all these people started texting me like, oh, man, I'm like, fuck, I didn't even know that you listened. So speaking you of know? that, so one of our new ones that might hop on here with the boys. Um, so they were like shooting the shit. He's like, I got to ask my friend or whatever. They're going to hop on, probably be one of our new freaking sponsors. So. I can't say yet because I haven't officially hopped on with us. But so he's like, I talked to the guy or whatever. He's like, I said the name of the show. He's like, oh, I know those guys. So he knew of us. And they're yeah, and Johnny, Johnny Van Gett. Till, uh, uh, he works at the, the car dealership where uh, Pa went to uh, mm -hmm. get his truck fixed. Yeah. You know, like I didn't even know he listened to the show. Like, and just give a, give a shout out. Like, uh, yeah, let like, us know. If you see us, let us know that you listen. We love that stuff. Or just put your name on there. Great episode. Like yeah. whatever. I don't care. Like we, 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 we don't we don't we don't get to see who, who listens to the show. Like when you guys join and say like or whatever and you're following. And remember, all of it's on YouTube too. So yeah. if you want to see my handsome mug and Ant's fucking dirty face, <laughs> let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> fucking shave, shaves his mullet. He's a tough guy now. Eh? Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, no, no. Now no, I'm just clean cut now. No, that's fucking clean funny. Cut. All right. I'm going to go watch some guys hit some bombs. So until next week, Aunt Rob, we're signing off. We're out of here. See ya. Yeah, I can get behind it.